0: Welcome to Midwest Mind Melt with your host, Josh and Jason.
1: Welcome back to Midwest Mind Melt. I'm your host, Josh, here with Jason. Today we got another guest, yet another guest, another guest infidels. His name is Gabe. Gabe? How's it going, Gabe?
2: Fantastic.
1: Fantastic or fan-fucking-tastic? Fantastic.
2: I mean, I've got a cold beer in my hand, so I count that as a fucking win, all right? You think
1: it's rude that I didn't ask Jason how he's doing? Jason, how you doing?
2: You know how I'm doing, man. We just got off work. Come on. Yes, we
1: did. We're, <laughs> life is good and for another 10 hours.
0: Yep. And then we're back to the, the sweat fest.
1: So, there's not a guy out there that I know that is not more single than Gabe right now. So, <laughs> you know, I have these questions. Because it seems so long ago that I was single. So, it's like... I kind of want to talk about some things that single guys face that nobody seems to talk about. You know, I, I hear all these things that about single women. You know, I've I've even read blogs because I'm a weird fucking internet surfer. That's kind of like creepy, that. actually. It <laughs> is, but, you know, it's better than looking up child porn, some would say.
2: I mean, wait. What? You can read. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did work for the state for you know, almost five years, so it is, it's hard to believe, but yes, I can read. So, anyway. Um... Maybe you can give us a little insight on some things that uh, single guys face that really nobody seems to be talking about.
2: Well, I mean, personally...
1: How long have you been a loser? I mean, single for?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Uh, Somebody give me a calendar. Look at December of 1996, all right? 1996.
0: Jeez, I was only five years old at that point.
1: My God, I I was already riding a
2: bike. But uh, I've only... I started dating somebody shortly before I started working for the department, and then about a year and a half later, things ended. Since then, I've been more or less single. Hmm. All right. But uh, I think an issue, like, at least I face personally, my two biggest problems are the shift that I work and my job. Yeah. Yep.
1: It's hard to meet women when you work, uh, like, especially the night shift.
0: Yeah, like we do, or...
2: And I have. Terrible days off. Yeah, it's
1: dur- well, yeah. during the
0: week. That's that's the worst because nobody's out Tuesday nights nobody's, or Monday nights. Nobody's out, you know, during the week. And I definitely feel you on that one, man.
1: So do you think, like, work gets in the way for a lot of people dating these days?
2: I think to an extent it does.
1: Right. I mean, obviously, there's probably a laundry list of fucking problems that people have. But I think people who are out there working and grinding every day, um, they're... They probably have some t- some type of obstacle, you know. Most people don't work a nine to five. No, they don't. If you work corrections, you know, uh yeah, you're not gonna work. Or if a you're a first five. responder of any kind. Right. Or yeah. if you work EMT, in medical if, field. Yeah, you're not yep. gonna be working, you know, normal hours. Yeah. And sure. even the job that we work now, it's not uh it's not easy to meet somebody. No,
0: it's really not. Um Yeah, I would say I agree with I, w- I would agree with you, Gabe. I, I think I think like shift time of day is huge in that aspect of, because especially if you're working twelve hour days too. Not only that, like you get off work by the time you get home, you don't last thing you want to do is get ready and go
2: out. Like you know you need you need to wind down. But and then, like like I was I was dating somebody when I started with the department. Mm-hmm. I remember I, that I remember. And I didn't I didn't think the mandatory overtime was going to be that bad, but it it, it did kind of get to the point to where like. I think communication died down because I'm working like 60, 70 hours a week. Yeah. And after a certain point, most of that overtime wasn't by choice. Yeah. And so I go home, sleep, wake up, don't even have enough time to like, hey, I'm going to work, have a good day, love you, bye. Yeah. Then I'm back at it again.
1: Yep. So were you were you living with this girl that you were dating? I assume it was a girl, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know with you. <laughs>
2: yes she was a girl but uh no she was going to college out of state okay so
1: but so so you didn't have to so you didn't get to see her every day which is already an obstacle in itself
0: and if your shift didn't line up with her school schedule i mean realistically you're not going to call somebody at you know three o'clock in the morning if they have to be up at seven for class Uh,
2: exactly and uh shortly after i got with the nsp my days off were Wednesday, Thursday. Well, Thursday was her Friday. Mm. But at first, that wasn't necessarily an issue. But as she got into more extracurricular activities, which yeah. considering what her major was, I didn't hold that against her. I wasn't going to be that dude that's like, hey, you can't do this. Yeah. So that just makes me a piece of shit. Yep. But um, she started getting into extracurriculars, and she'd be busy her entire weekend. Well, yeah. my Sunday is her Friday if we don't get a chance to talk and and i'm usually working my monday tuesday wednesday for overtime yeah does not help the situation no not at all
1: right and how long were you guys dating because i assume you you didn't meet her while she was going to college out of state i mean you guys probably she was in in your town and you guys started dating and then she went Uh, to college
2: i did a i did community theater for a little bit and we met through that well that's awesome and uh We became pretty good friends, and then she went to college, and then she came back over winter break, and then we started dating.
1: So, really, I mean, not too long, you guys were hanging out and stuff, and then she left for college? Yep. So... How often were you seeing her then? I mean, did you guys have, like, a Skype time, or did you go up and visit her, or did she come down to visit,
2: you know? Are, are you talking, like, after she left? For, yeah, after she left. Uh, she kind of, she had a, she had a little bit longer breaks for uh, summer and uh, winter. Like, she, first year, because of the hurricanes down south, she didn't get to leave when she was supposed to, but mm-hmm. her, her sophomore year of college, she, uh, she actually came back the week of Thanksgiving and didn't have to... Go back till January,
1: okay. <clears throat> and then that time you guys would hang out, but between that time, did you we, guys usually call each other?
2: Yeah, we called FaceTime, but so. again, after she started getting busier and I was working more overtime, I think things just fell by the wayside. Yeah, right.
0: and that happens. You get you kind of get caught up in
2: in uh yeah. in other things, and
0: honestly,
1: and I couldn't do a long distance. I I never have, and. I don't plan on ever doing one. Um, I, I've kind of been taken and poached. Uh, you can see my shackle. So I don't have to deal with that anymore.
2: Ye old ball and chain. And I don't
1: think... And it sounds like you didn't really... You weren't a big fan of a long-distance relationship. And I don't think most people are.
0: No, it's tough. I, I did two of them.
2: I, I, I gave it a shot because, you know, everybody talks about, oh, hey, long-distance relationships don't work out. But the thing about long-distance relationships is... You know, sometimes it's a flip of the coin, but yeah. it also takes effort and, yep. and the communication and you know, trying to make it work. Yep. So
1: Well and also with a long distance, you, you would think, at least I would think, that there'd be like an, an an end goal to it. You know, eventually, you know, she's gonna come back or I'm gonna go to her. Exactly. You know, something and, and then we're gonna not have to do this anymore.
0: Usually usually there is some type of exit to
1: that uh status and relationship yep but so it sounds like this relationship ended pretty naturally i mean i mean was, there, there,
2: we're, there were some there were a couple of uh other things that were going on in her life no need to go into detail about that but i don't hold it against her for it yeah because like at the end of the day like the day you have to force somebody to love you or force somebody to stay with you to try and make it work, you you no longer truly care about that. Are person. you
1: saying violence doesn't make your spouse love you? I I mean just using these? Just, Come on now. Remember. <laughs> Why do so many people do it
2: then? Open open hand. <laughs> That's right. Open No, no it's the thumb rule.
0: Open hand and don't leave marks. That's right. As long as there's no, as long as there's no physical. It's evidence. okay, listeners.
2: You can report me. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, if, if you got to roll a quarter, it's fucking make it hail, bitches. But, but you're absolutely
1: <laughs> right. Any time that you are spending a lot of time trying to think of ways how to make your significant other love you, at that point, it's probably, it's probably time but, to start exiting. Yeah,
0: <laughs> let's let's talk let's talk a different aspect of dating now. All right, because dating's changed a lot. Um, let's talk about like. Technology and how that's actually made dating worse and harder. What do you mean? So, think about. Um, yeah, you guys ever watched the show Catfish on MTV? Absolutely. So, obviously, that's a real thing. So it's so so for one because technology is so <laughs> easily manipulated and used. It's so it's so people are so on guard now that like you can't do the typical thing where you used to do back like when I was, when I was working 50, 60 hours a week and I was on, you know, doing the online dating thing, you know, like you could actually talk to somebody on match or eHarmony and actually set up a day to go actually, um, you know, get together. Cause I, I, I had that happen a couple of times, but nowadays, man, it takes like two months of just talking and texting before they'll even agree to see you. And unfortunately it's that technology, people doing things like catfishing people or, you know, whatever, I'll I'll, I'll
2: do you one better. It's not just catfishing that makes uh, online dating or dating in general harder. Look what happened to Sydney Loof.
0: Yep, exactly. I mean,
2: and on top of that, um, there's a there's so many profiles. It's like, how are some of these people getting on here? Because you'll read through bios and you'll be like, oh, it'll say the age is 23. Oh, hey, I'm 16, about to turn 17 next month. It's like, yep, what?
0: Yeah. My real age is so is, is this much or or you'll see uh, multiple f- profiles with the same Snapchat and like, oh, add me on Snapchat. And then they, you add them on Snapchat and it's like their premium Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's kind of it's kind of getting to that point now where it's where like and me and Josh talked about this uh, in our most recent episode. Actually, a bunch of us talked about it, about the, the, the um, decrease in like like conversation between people. Like being able to go to a coffee shop, see somebody reading a newspaper or reading an article or working on a project and saying, hi, you know, and just just that that human interaction. Like we're losing that. And unfortunately, you know, <laughs> Josh, Josh talks about it a lot about hiding behind that screen and being that big guy on the Internet. You know well we do it in the dating site, you know, on the dating side, too, you know, and I think that that technologys really kind of taken those old values that we created as a as a country, you know, back in the 50s, back in the, you know, the 20s even. It's taken all that away, and the expectations for what dating is now is completely just not
2: right. And it's also taken away from the personal interactions. And I mean, some people are—I do know quite a few people that it's not because they don't want to have that personal interaction. Some people are just scared, or when it comes to sharing important information or, like, breaking up through text or a phone call. Depending on the person, I might take it a little easier than some. Yeah. But there's some people that do it because they're just a fucking coward. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you. But then there are some people that due to their life experiences or the way they on a fundamental level handle emotional situations. Yeah. That's the safest way for them to do it. Yeah. And for those people, I I see both sides. It's like, well, you're not gonna be able to Maybe work on that without doing it, but at the same time, if that is actually an issue for you when you when you're dealing with personal or emotional situations, don't force yourself to be uncomfortable.
0: yep, and yeah.
2: usually, the people that have issues with that, they're not just like, "Oh, hey, we're over and then they they give an explanation, yeah, so
1: yeah so. now it's really interesting when you look at dating, dating's actually pretty new. To human beings, because for the longest time, pretty much across any culture, it was very organized. I mean, it was very—you um, were pretty much part of like an arranged marriage, or you lived in a small village, tribe, whatever, small city, and you roll tide. Pretty much, like a, a yeah. pretty much, if if your family didn't approve of this individual or their family, it was pretty. It was game over. Didn't yeah. work. They weren't even an option. Nowadays, I mean, not only with technology, but even before technology was a thing, you're now telling people, okay, you need to go out and try and find somebody, somebody that you could live with, marry, um, create kids with, and a lot of people can't handle that. I I, mean, and I don't blame them. It's a very, it's a lot of responsibility to throw on somebody, especially somebody who's not mature.
0: I want to caveat onto that, Josh. Um, Yes, I think that that there's some social expectations that are floating around now. That people have been because I know a lot of people that are like that have made the comment to me. You know, I thought I'd have I thought I'd have my my shit together and have a family by the time I'm 21. I'm like, why do you want to have a family at such a young age?
1: So we're not talking about Mormons, okay?
0: No, I'm just saying, just in general, like I know I probably thought that way. Yeah, it's and it's and like I'm 28, I don't have kids, you know. And honestly, like in in, and I feel and and like you said, people were told to to go out there and and, and find somebody. And then people get, I think that's how people get caught up in these relationships and these abusive relationships, because you know, when you're dating, it's kind of like campaigning, you know, you're kind of like campaigning for this person's vote for you. So you go out of your way to do the nice things. You go out of your way to do this, you know, to, to make this person feel special. And then once you've been together for, for, for a certain amount of time, things change. And I think that that's where a lot of the situation is, is people. And that's how people get caught up in domestic abuse Relationships, how they get caught up in in mental abuse relationships. It just they don't, you know, they 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 rush out to find this person. They think they found them, and then all of a sudden they're tied to him because now they have kids. They can't just leave, you know. And, and I think that's probably one of the biggest biggest thing is those social expectations that people are, are forcing these people to do or 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 take part in.
2: And uh, also, the way you can com- compared it to a campaigning. Uh general example is a lot of people they meet somebody doesn't matter you know guy girl either way they meet somebody they're talking they're going through the courtship phase yep they are perfect as soon as they got it locked down or even worse got the ball and chain on yep turned to the worst person in the world
0: yep because they because they got their vote and that's and that's the best way that that i can think to describe it is when you're dating your campaigning and the thing is, is we always talk about politicians and how they're always two-faced. They never do what they say they're going to do. Well, realistically, if you do that to somebody you're dating, you're no better than a politician. No, you're, you're, you're just in a different role.
1: You just have a much smaller platform.
0: There you go. Exactly. But here's
1: the thing. Now, you know as well as I do, when you look at things logically and you're talking about a whole sequence of dating, things just don't happened, you know, right after the marriage. Exactly. That's when you start noticing it. Yeah. There's usually some red flags that you choose to ignore, and I think this happens all the fucking time. So, with that being said, what are some red flags that, you know, you look for? And if oh, and if uh, a woman that you're dating, you know, starts showing these, you're you're out um, or you start reconsidering. Like is there any red for, flags for me
2: moves? a big one and especially like uh <laughs> Especially with more of the <coughs> younger like you know the people approaching or in their early twenties mm-hmm. so i generally like my age twenty three and under um are only twenty uh,
0: three fuck
2: yes. I feel old yes he's he's a young fuck Jason. I'm a <laughs> real
1: boy, <laughs> and he's single Jason, so after the podcast, you can get us
0: don't tell anybody
2: it's, it's been a hot minute it might not be very <laughs> <laughs> anyways, go ahead Cute. but uh okay. but uh. Like it's for me personally, it's not just a red, red flag for me, but it should be a red flag for everybody in general. Um, telling me who I can and can't be friends with because I have some very close friends of mine that are women and I'm not going to not be friends. Like if you don't trust me around this person and you can't give me a reason why that's on you, not me. That means you are insecure. Yep. And, um, And I think that's really, really bad, especially with the younger generation. They're like, oh, you can't talk to so-and-so. And And instead of being like, oh, why the fuck not? They're like... "Mm
1: -hmm." Believe me, I I think that's been a problem throughout generations. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Honestly. So, um...
2: And uh, and then another one is, um, like, another big red flag for me is I have nothing to hide in a relationship. But due to prior experiences, like, my phone, do not go through my phone. Like, because, like, for me, it's not the act of going through my phone mm-hmm. that irritates me so much. It's the lack of trust that is very evident when you do that act. Yeah. Because uh, instead of going through my phone and being like, <gasps> you could just fucking talk to me. All right. Yep. And I've I've had the game played where they go through my phone. Oh, who's this? That's my cousin who I haven't seen in five years, and I was planning to meet up next weekend. Oh yeah but you know just- just i I've been in a situ, I've been in situations back when I was younger where uh you know my significant other was going through my phone, yep, like I went to the bathroom and realized I left my phone in phone in their bedroom I was like, Oh fuck, so went in she's going through my phone I'm like, all right, two can play at that game, give me your phone no oh no, yeah, exactly, why not? I have nothing to hide I'm like, neither do I, yep uh then why why are you acting so weird no no don't don't try and deflect if you want to look through my phone i get to look through your phone no and then a big shouting match ensues yep and that's
0: i think that's another another reason another point where technology's kind of ruined that trust factor you know like you like you said you know people are so easy just
1: I, i don't see i disagree i don't think that that in itself shows that technology ruined it i think that's revealed you know, people's insecurities that they had, whether that phone's there or not. The phone's just giving them a tool to actually use.
0: That's true. That's a good way to look at it.
1: That's my opinion.
2: And um, to to go into uh, another issue, like, um, uh, for me, a big red flag, something I will not, like, if it ever happens, I'm pretty much going to be like, all right, give me a chance. I'll give you a chance to explain why. After that, I'll think about it a little bit. The silent treatment, because if you're still giving somebody the silent treatment, and me personally, unless it's something about something super fucking serious, or like you know, you prior to the silent treatment, you're like, hey, I need some time. Give me a few hours, or hey, yeah. we'll talk about this when we, when we get back from work. Don't blow up my phone. Unless you preface it with stuff like that, like the silent treatment. If you give someone the silent treatment, you're not mature enough to be in a relationship because yep. you're not mature enough to handle confrontation with your significant other. Because <laughs> relationships are not perfect,
0: and they are, and they're work. They are. It's it's almost like another job, you know. And at least that's what my parents put it. And you're right. Like, and and the worst part about it is, is like people that are willing to like. Like text and argue Like discuss it over the phone But not in person That's another Another situation That that, at least for me That irks me You know When you have an argument And you'd write And and they'd literally Just rather talk to you Through your phone Than like person to person Sit down and actually Talk to you about it
1: What about those people That break up with you You know um, Through a text message Aren't aren't they just The fucking worst Have you ever gotten A a digital breakup A a digital Dear John letter
2: Actually I have twice but the first one was like a thank god i don't have to deal with that argument in person yeah the second one was actually like i understood why it wasn't done in person once again ties back to like prior to the thought of breaking up ever entering their head they they did explain to me their issues when it comes to certain things and i respect that like Mm -hmm. And also with a digital deer, as you put a, di- a digital dear John letter. Again, I think there's a difference between like, hey, fuck you. I'm out. Yeah. Versus, hey, I've got some stuff I need to work on. I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I'm lying to you or hurting you inadvertently if I end up doing like trying to do my own thing. Yep. I, I'll i respect that. It's not the way I would do it, but it's not going to upset me. And I understand because at least then I'm getting an explanation.
1: Mm. So as long as there's closure, you don't see a problem with it.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> I, I can regret that. Cause sometimes, cause I mean, being in a relationship is great, but there's going to be times in your life when you're going to realize that you may just have some stuff you got to work on. And it happens in, in all walks of life, you know, all, all ages, things of that nature. And getting that, getting that text, like you said, is in that situation is a little bit, is a little bit different, you know, and, and being understanding too. I think is I think as human beings, we need to be a little more understanding as well. Cause I think too many people like, like, I don't know, like, like there's guys that literally get mad when, when, when girls don't text them back.
1: I'm not gonna
0: Or uh, <laughs> Um for those of you listening, steady Josh is hands. splitting a beer right now. And he didn't spill it. Good stuff, man. Um I'll drink to that. Yeah. Um, steady hands. <laughs> I lost my train of thought.
1: No. You're good. I gotta ask you though, Gabe, because have you <clears throat> I got so distracted. <laughs> you were impressed (laughs) don't 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 act like you're i really
2: was you're not wrong i i was a little impressed actually but um
1: i gotta ask you this because um i hear women all the time talking about how there's all this pressure on them you know to have a kid you know to get married you know and and a lot of people in our generation are checking out now you as a single man because i would argue that that single men also face pressure in that area i know i did when i was single um have you ever had anybody ask you, you know, kind of like in a in a pushy way, like, hey, when are you going to settle down? Or, you know, when are you going to give me a grandchild? Anything like that ever come your way? Or has everybody just left you the fuck alone?
2: Well, for the most part, I've been actually left alone. But uh, I do know quite a few people that, yeah, my mom's getting on me to like, uh, you know, get a... Get tied down, start popping them out, and it's like, do your own thing, fuck your mom, like don't <laughs> actually fuck your mom, <laughs> and don't tell her, don't tell her to fuck off, but like,
1: listen, listen, it's, it's perfectly normal in some circles. So, but uh, now, are these are these people usually women or are
2: there some guys too? Uh, it's been mostly women, but uh, I've ran into a couple guys that are like, yeah, but then also I know quite a few guys my age that are suddenly parents and it's like yeah god help that poor child well, yeah. right
1: yes i don't know i just know when i was single i got a lot of you know snide comments and shit you know like when my brother uh when when him and his wife had a child you know little comments like well he's an uncle but he doesn't have kids of his own you know shit like that
0: yeah my parents do the same thing they'll be like so when you give me a grandbaby i'm like you got two they got four legs it's all matters
1: the whole point i'm trying to make is single women single men also face a lot of the same pressures you do when it comes to shit like that.
0: Well, let's let's look at a different aspect of I okay, so back when I was single uh, about 6 years ago it's been it's definitely been some time. But when I was trying to meet girls, I'm talking like 2013, 2012, I was time still era. in high school. Um one of the biggest things that really seemed to like stand out that girls wanted from men was a college degree. And it, and it seemed like any 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 girl that, that I ever talked to, they're like, oh, are you going to school? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, well, that's too bad. And then, like, they would literally just not talk to me anymore. And I feel like, like, as as men, we, that's another thing is we feel the pressures of, like, okay, we're obviously supposed to be be the bread bringer, all this other stuff. But you can do that without having a college degree. And so, and, and there's so much pressure nowadays. And it's not just from from females, but... And going to another, another direction here real quick, but there's so much pressure from society that if you don't have a college degree, you ain't worth shit. And unfortunately that's wrong, you know, and
2: that's to me, that's hilarious. Cause with the exception of the people that, you know, got really lucky outside of college, I'm, I would, I would bet money that I probably make more than 95% of my graduating class. Well, I believe it. You know and
0: that and, and don't get me
2: wrong and I right? don't have student debt. Exactly. And I have a crippling drinking problem, but I don't have student debt. There's a, well, there's you're a, a state worker, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, and and that kind of comes with the trick. Yeah,
0: exactly. And that's kind of one of those things it's like you know, people they they don't understand, you know, there's a, there's a stigma out there that that everybody should have a college degree. Well, Here. no. Well, let me go ahead and fill up your uh, prescription. Um <laughs> which is which is kind of shitty because not everybody can afford to go to college. Not I have free money to go to college and I don't want to go to college. Like, college isn't for everybody, exactly. And that's the thing, is <laughs> jeez, motherfucker. Um, you know, there's a lot of other things like, uh, now, now they're, now they're running into a problem. And, uh, you know, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, you know, he he's talking how, um, there's not very, like, people aren't going to trade schools anymore. Yeah. Eventually, we're going to lose our tradesmen, and then we're going to really be fucked, yep. you know. But this, but tying back into the whole dating situation, just it's, it's just like like people need to understand that that just because you don't have a college degree doesn't mean you're not successful i mean i i was i was running a store i was running a whole grocery store i was i was an assistant i was an assistant store manager um at 20 years old you know i had a crew of eighty people that i was in charge of and i was responsible for everything in that store five nights a week you know um so like yeah i was making good money you know at 20 years old i was making $22 an hour, you know, that's, that's good money at that age. You know, I spend as much as I made, but you know, I was successful, you know, maybe it wasn't your expectation of successful or your level of success or what it is, but yeah. So.
1: No, but yeah, that's definitely one thing, you know, to caveat onto that is, you know, not just a degree, but you know, as a man, because we're not judged historically men have not been judged on their beauty, like women, or their you know um, ability to bear child they've been judged on a couple of things one the ability to um, you know make a child of course you know with a
2: woman well, to, let, be, to, to be fertile however let's let's, let, let's just I'm let's sorry speak. I did I didn't mean to
1: offend your homosexual ways you know <laughs> hey
2: you won't be complaining about it later all right that's true enough, but like, al- like, enough let's alcohol. be let's be let's be real here it's not like even in this day and age it's not a matter of like you know oh can are you able to it's are you able to have a family? Yada yada. No, it's what do you bring to the table?
1: Well, exactly, and and that's what I was going to say. As a man, you're, you you've always kind of been judged, you know, based on what your your worth is, and your worth has you know pretty much been your your occupation, you know. Exactly. So it's not just about how much money you're bringing in, but you know how much are you contributing? How useful are you? You know what kind of skills? You just like Napoleon Dynamite said. You know, girls only want guys with good skills. You know, <laughs> and and it's true, I, and there's some truth to that. There's you I've, you're, I've, I've, you're, I've you're seen right.
2: it. I've seen it around quite a bit over the last few years circulating the internet but i kind of understand where it comes what it means now but uh the phrase uh, men do not get unconditional love they are they only get loved as long as they bring something to the table yeah women get unconditional love children get unconditional love yep dogs cats pets they get unconditional love a man the second didn't the majority of relationships a man only gets the love that he gets while he brings something to the table
0: yeah
1: now I used to definitely think that for sure because it seems that way however I don't think anything really gets condition unconditional love I think certain people do whether you're a man or a woman But there's a lot of women. When women women start to start, they start to feel invisible when they um, start to lose their looks. And this is women, you know, who are middle-aged or older. And this is getting past the whole cougar and puma stage. But women who are no longer feel that they're no longer uh, sexually attractive, they start losing. um, They start feeling invisible. Because I've read a lot of shit online, of blogs of these certain individuals. Because I'm a weird <laughs> motherfucker. Okay?
2: The comments on Pornhub don't count. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> so, you know, and
0: I, I kind of, I kind of understand what you're saying there, Josh. I mean, it's very easily well, understandable. How do you
1: explain inmates? Inmates. Some inmates get. You know, if you ever um, seen visiting, some inmates get uh, a lot of good-looking women that come see them.
0: Yeah. There's some. Yeah.
1: I'm not talking about the trailer park women, you know. I'm talking about, you know, some of these women are actually good-looking and look like they're decent human beings, whether they are well, or not.
0: I don't know what it is, but you ever seen some of those beautiful women are attracted to the most, like, felonist guys? Like,
1: And I guess I, I want to ask you, you know, because I'm sure that you have probably looked at that and said, you know, why, what the fuck? Why do you think that is?
2: Um, in all honesty, the the women especially the good looking women that are attracted to the fucking scum of the earth goes back to just personal i think it's how they were treated throughout their life how yeah. they were raised and how they view themselves yep so a lot of
1: their early childhood
0: yep Term of some well
2: type, some daddy thing,
0: issues not even not even, i wouldn't even necessarily con, like put it towards daddy's ish, daddy issues, but if you're told your entire life that you're that you're never gonna be shit you're gonna think that your entire life and then you're gonna be around people that can't be shit because you believe that
2: like i like, uh I don't know if you heard it when you went through STA and stuff but um the best way is it was explained when they were talking about how inmates will turn female staff um it's the confidence it's the people who look like they they uh,
1: have poor self-esteem.
2: Yep. And nine times out of ten, that's generally the case throughout their life. And, you know, the second even the scum of the earth starts showing you positive attention, yep. it's going to spark something. Mm-hmm. It's going to spark some seriously stupid shit, but it's it going to spark something. something. Yeah. Right. Versus the good-looking, versus the the women, especially the good looking women in prisons that, uh, Hey, it's like, nah, Hey, I know you don't bring anything to the table cause you're in prison. So fuck off. Yeah. What? Shoo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, it is definitely a weird complex cause that's definitely what it is. But a lot of, like, like I, I've never like worked in a prison myself. Um, I've never seen that take place, but I, but I definitely I've seen it take place outside of that too, um, and you're definitely right. You know, the moment that anybody starts showing you know these 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 girls that have this low self esteem, anytime somebody starts showing them attention, man, they latch onto it because that's all that they want. You know, they just want that attention. And it's
1: not just everybody because I've heard a lot of guys, guys like yourself, um, who you know aren't the worst looking guys in the world. Gabe, you're very fuckable, and you got a good job.
2: It's all in the eyes, mm-hmm. man.
1: It's all in the eyes and other places. But the whole point is we're making Jason uncomfortable here. He's not used to prison humor.
0: Oh no, but you're not making me uncomfortable. I'm used to
2: army humor.
1: Okay, so we're not talking about full-on gay please, humor.
2: Please, put your erection away for right yes, now. please. God, man.
1: But the, the point is, is you know, damn it, I lost my train of thought because now I'm thinking about <laughs> about my erection, about army boners.
2: Okay, cock and balls. All right. <laughs>
1: So anyway, moving on. Anything else you got to ask Gabe
0: there, Jason? Nah, just um, I guess I guess have you tried the
2: online dating thing? I did for a little bit, but it's just not my thing. What
0: app did you use?
2: Tinder.
1: Grinder. Grinder. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say grinder. No,
2: no. Hey, listen, listen <laughs> to my diction. Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. Okay. Tinder. Yeah. Um, I. I. Third shift at the state pen is grinder. Basically, let's be honest here. (laughs) (laughs) He's not lying.
1: So, uh, did how many dates would you say that you got from
0: from Tinder? Yeah. Um.
2: Four.
1: Were they four good experiences, or, or were they two really bad experiences and two okay ones?
2: Um. Well, I, w- I had four actual dates. How many dick pics in... did you send? Zero.
1: Zero, okay. How many did you get?
2: Well, there was there's, there's this gal named Randy with an I. <laughs> but it was actually Randy with an I. Just one? Those are rookie numbers. You need to pump those numbers <laughs> up. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to talk about the shit you sent me, all right? Uh, it doesn't f- count. Damn it. <laughs> that was in person, so it definitely doesn't
0: count. No, no I, uh... uh so just four dates, huh?
2: Same gal, too. So
1: so I, I finally remembered my point. So I've seen a lot of guys who, um, they um you know, they have good jobs. On paper, they seem like really good bachelors. And yeah. they talk about how some of these women just kind of, like, run from them or avoid them. Or, like, they go on a date with them. They, they date them. And then... You know, these women just basically um, one day just drop out of the, the race. You know, they stop talking to him, whatever. Story of my and life. Then, and then the next thing they know, they're dating some fucking loser. Like some yep. dude who's obviously just looks like a loser. He is a loser. He's just a piece of shit, treats him like shit. So I hear a lot of that, too. So it's I, I don't think it's just women who just get attention from anybody. They're specifically looking at these dudes. Yep. And some of it, I, I, I agree completely, it is poor self-esteem. It is what they grew up with. It is um, definitely something that these guys remind them of.
0: Well, I think, I think part of that, too, is is there's a complex out there that, and, and I've seen it in a lot of females, um, not, not to sound sexist or anything, but girls, females see these, these bad boys, and there's this complex about fixing them. And they want, they want to fix these guys. They think, oh, if we get together, I can fix him. And realistically, sorry, ladies, but guys are pretty much set in our ways. It's very hard to fix us. But, yes, there's a lot of and – and I heard that term when I was in high school or that phrase as well, you know, because there was a girl I liked, and I, I knew her best friend. And I talked to her best friend. She's like, well, yeah, but she thinks she can fix this guy. I'm like, okay, I, that, that was it. When I heard that, I was done because, unfortunately, you know, if you got f- if y- you, you should never take a relationship
2: on as a project, if that
0: makes sense. You know, it's 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 not a mass matter of fixing somebody. It's a matter of...
2: That uh, man is not a 73 Corvette that just needs a few thousand dollars put in. in exactly. Degrees. That man is a piece of shit.
0: <laughs> exactly. And then they end up in these these relationships. Um, you know, they're, and then, you know, three years later, you're like, yep, you see him dating. And then three years later, they're single, three kids. And now they're trying to find that man that, that was originally there for them. And now he wants nothing to do with her because now she's got three kids with you know this other guy and that's probably the probably the one thing that i that i've that i've seen the most is you know getting into that situation where you know they want the attention from these from these guys and unfortunately these are guys that 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 won't amount to anything later on in life yeah they'll have a job but are they really going to offer you what you want
2: selling meth doesn't count as employment okay
0: well breaking bad it did damn
2: it well he was a chemistry teacher beforehand so that's besides the point here that's true
1: but, you know, it's just... I, I don't know. I think there's definitely a lot of struggles that single guys face. And if there was one thing that you could tell single women, you know, is there anything you'd want to tell them as a whole? If if Pretend Jason is all these single women. I mean, he kind of looks like a woman, so...
2: If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it.
1: If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it.
2: I'm pretty sure Beyonce said those words. But Gabe, no, but, uh, no, Gabe no, looks My, my so word good. of a... My word of advice is basically just, uh, like, unless you're a piece of shit, like, know your worth, like, you know, do you want the, uh, do you want the piece of shit down the street because he gives you the attention you want right now? Or do you want the guy that, you know, doing all right, is willing to wait and grow with you and grow for you so you both can become better people, like... And meth is bad, okay? Like <laughs> that's just a given. And that's debatable. Well, yeah. Um, really good words, man. Um.
1: I mean, it's good words. It's just, it, I guess it's kind of broad and generic. And I, I don't, as a single woman, because you can't assume my gender, I I wouldn't know. Or my marital status.
0: Show me your tits. I wouldn't know
1: how to apply that.
0: If you want if you watch the uh T Rex Challenger, they're separated with the GoPro. god, dude. It was like a, it was like a fucking bra.
1: <laughs> I was looking at that and I was like, that's so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> like I need to like start jogging or something. Um,
2: <laughs> you beat off to it later, let's and, be honest. I, okay. And
0: um, I want to throw this out there for the single men out there that might be listening. If you're if don't don't try to be what you think that girl wants. Become the thing she wants. Just be yourself. And that's that's probably one of the biggest things I learned when I was dating years back was I I ended up with this girl. We weren't really dating. I guess it was more of a fling thing. But she liked me because I was goofy. Okay. I I never wanted to be the goofy guy. That was not who I was. I told myself that's not who I was. Now, apparently after we got together, I changed. You know, because I wasn't a goofy guy anymore. You know, I wanted to be the serious guy. You know, this and that. And at the end of the day couple of years after you know we, we we separated or split up or broke up whatever the fuck you want to call it um that was the biggest reason that she lost interest was because i wasn't who i was when she f- fell for me and that's the biggest thing i can tell you guys is if you're goofy and you dance in public to stupid songs like i don't know i'm at work and i dance just fuck dude i break it down to disney music you know because that's who i am as a person that's who i am you know. You were and, dancing to Rough Riders one time. Yeah, I was. Um it, it it's full
1: on fucking DMX dance. It was it was amazing.
0: So, um it's all about it's all about just, just just being yourself. Express yourself in any way, shape, or form you want. Like I'm the biggest Batman nerd probably I've ever met in my life. Oh no, Brett's the biggest Batman nerd, yeah. just so you know. Yeah. Um But I mean, don't be afraid to to, to to own that, you know? Yes, I love board games. That's a really nerdy fucking thing.
2: Confidence is your, in your own skin will attract the person who is Attracted to you Not Yes You appear to be
0: Exactly And that's For all those guys out there struggling That's the biggest thing I can tell you Be comfortable with who you are Yeah You know
1: My advice to the Single ladies out there Is You know One red flag that I hear a lot And One to look out for Is if a guy Tells you that he Promises that he'll never Hurt you or your feelings That's bullshit Yeah Run like hell Because even my, My wife when we were dating, I was honest. I, I I told her, you know, I'm a dickhead, I'm an asshole, and you know, <laughs> he's not wrong. And you could even ask her. I, I said this, and there might be times where I say some really fucked up shit. And it's just who I am, and I'm not saying it's okay by any stretch, <laughs> but it happens. Yep. But if you stick with me, you know,
2: you're still a piece of shit. I'm still a piece
1: of shit, <laughs> but you won't regret it. Like, you know, I'll be the piece of shit in the photo that'll make you look better. You know, shit like that. That That's what I'm good for. And you know what? So far, so good. You yeah.
0: know? Yep. You just got to be out there, do your thing. And, and the biggest thing in any relationship for single men, single ladies out there, be honest. Yes. Just be honest. My advice for the single men,
1: quit watching porn.
0: Quit sending unsolicited dick pics, dude. Yeah. Yes. That is not cool. That's At really...
2: least ask before you send it Jesus nobody, nobody, Christ. Nobody wants to
0: see her little shit, all right?
1: Don't fucking send it because she shows her friends. I learned Yeah, this. and they laugh about, I about it. I learned this the hard way. And then they go <laughs> and show the police, and then they start saying shit like, you know, I'm underage, and you know, and then you got a court case. Then all of a sudden you're like not like allowed shit, within okay? a
2: thousand feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. Right? Yeah, like, and come I on. I
1: love Chuck E. Cheese. They got the best beer. So it's <laughs> like, I don't want to... <laughs> So I don't want to deal with that. So that's, don't do that. I, I would say
0: that's probably one of the biggest things I hear from females. Just randomly receiving unsolicited dick pics. Like, bro. Like, if it's not asked for, don't show it. Don't don't just send a girl a dick pic because you think it's Chat, what she
1: wants. Chat roulette was ruined because guys were just masturbating on the screen. Okay? So don't show your dick. Don't masturbate on screen.
2: It, do, it, doesn't, mas- it doesn't matter if you've got the two-inch punisher or, or you're... Packing and fucking pipe in your pants at least ask first like, yeah come you have on. some decency man but I mean, like, even then just don't do it
1: like come on be a be a classy be a classy broad don't show your dick on yeah it
2: yeah. so in person or at least hide your face <laughs> unless like. you're
1: getting paid for it there's no excuse
0: <laughs> you're 100 correct josh absolutely man exactly but that's probably the biggest uh, talking about red flags that's probably one of the biggest ones that obviously it's a red flag but that's probably the biggest complaint i get from females um I was working with this this girl at Walmart, man. She was there on educational leave. She was coming back from college. She literally showed me the list of guys that she's blocked on Snapchat for sending. It Jesus! I was like, whole. There was probably a hundred dudes on there. I was like, holy fuck. She's like, yep. They just randomly send them to me, so I just block them. I was like, I believe it. I was like, it's it's, but but honestly, that's the society that we've grown up that that this generation's growing up in. That that is okay to send, and the problem is, is they're doing it at a really young age too. It's starting really young. And that's probably where where this comes in is like by the time they're twenty years old they're like fuck dude, I don't care, yep. And that's in, unfortunately the fee like and stop. Here's another thing, bro. If you're gonna send an unsolicited a, an unsolicited dick pic, don't expect a nude in return.
1: Especially if she's underage. That's just asking for a charge. Yes, dumbass. But
0: don't don't get don't throw something out there expecting to receive something back for it because trust me if she didn't ask for it you ain't getting nothing back that's how it's gonna work
1: and if she does send something back it's is probably a woman you don't want to be getting in a it's, serious relationship it's with.
0: probably a tranny bro all right talking to a dude hey some
2: guys like that okay i thought your name was randy with an eye <laughs> oh she had an eye all right <laughs>
1: <laughs> a one-eyed snake
2: yogurt well, slinger <laughs>
1: Well, I think that about wraps up today. Is there any last point you want to add before we cut you loose onto the world to slay all those single women with your singleness?
2: I work too much to
1: do that, dude. Yeah, he works. If,
0: if any of you guys are interested in meeting Gabe,
2: just comment on the video, yeah. no. send us an email guys. at... Yes. Like he said, yes, guys, yes, like you said, guys. Yes, yes. If I see any more <laughs> farmers-only comments... <laughs> I will kill you all. Jank
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you you, pick send it. You, <laughs> you can send it to uh at gmail We will definitely send those over to him. Um, absolutely, man. We're, we're gonna help get you get you some dates. All right.
1: <laughs> He's got the best pepperoni nipples, ladies. So, <laughs> so just keep, you said you keep wouldn't that. tell anybody about that. <laughs> they need to know. <laughs> all right, man, dude. Thank you for being. Yeah, with absolutely. Us. Thanks it's for coming in. Here. All right. Well, that ends it. <laughs> Binge.